0: So you can track you your out plays. You can track all your plays, like Bud Elliott. This is a real yeah, Bud can Elliott setup. I have eleven
1: different Denny's sheets opens at at any time of the day or night.
0: It's the little
2: things in life, you know.
1: Yeah, I'm a simple guy.
2: Yeah. All I need is three 1080p monitors and
1: just give me 124 square feet of computer <laughs> screen, with which just I can monitor <laughs>
0: burning blue light into my eyes at all times. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Wheel Route Podcast. This is mildly legitimate conversation amongst friends, sometimes lovers about college football and lifestyle. You can find us on the internet, ww.thewheelroute.com. We're at the wheel route on Twitter. WheelRoutePodcast at gmail.com is our email address. And then you can get the show Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, Podcast Center, Stitcher, etc. Uh, we're out there. My name is Logan Whitehouse. I'm on Twitter at of the Dawn. Come to you guys from Stewart, Florida, um, where I had a lo- lovely Sunday. A little bit, of, a little bit of rain last night. Uh, it's, it, it's been raining a lot around here, but uh, the grass is lush, the fairways are green and, and soggy, and uh, I had I had a pretty like particularly on point uh, East Coast of Florida evening just now, guys. I uh, my grill caught on fire pretty aggressively. Um, we're all good there. That's not the first time that's happened. I probably need to clean the clean the uh, the slider tray off a little bit which I tell myself every time this happens, and it doesn't. Um, I, I received a text from a friend that there was a rocket launch going off, so I walked out in my front yard and watched the rocket uh, get shot off Cape Canaveral, and then a tree frog got in my house on the way back inside the house, and I had to corral the tree frog uh, with my hands to get him back outside. He's you safe. Was, you would have worried, Florida. You, you animal lovers out there. there. Yeah, it was. that's what I'm saying. <clears throat> it's, it's humid,
1: you know, things of that nature. Anyhow, so all good here, though. We're
0: having fun. It's action-packed. Who else is here?
1: My name is Jordan Shank. I am in the friendly city of Harrisonburg, Virginia, where it was just oppressively hot today. I think it got up to 83 degrees. Um, I won't stand for it. This is September. <laughs> we're, we're supposed to be having having crisp uh, feels. Um, but no, I, it was fine. Um, I'm on Twitter.com, at Shank Jordan. Would like to congratulate, friend of the program, Max Homa, for defending his title at the Fortinet Championship. That, never
0: in doubt. It was never and in also, doubt Also, In legendary out, fashion.
1: Yeah. Shout out to Ricky as well. Came in T6, made the switch to Cavity Backs. He is furthering his uh, reputation as the people's champion by switching to a little bit of a bigger club face and having it working out for him. So...
0: Yeah. Shout out to Ricky. Absolutely. I'm, I'm here to ride for Ricky for forever.
2: Uh, my name is Jason Kreck. I am also in uh, Harrisonburg, Virginia. And I today was across the mountain in uh, the less friendly city of Charlottesville. Um, and yeah, it was like, I spent as much time inside today as I could because it was just stupid hot. Um, and listen, we can have a discussion about, um, the road design in Charlottesville, Virginia, another time. Um, but I think we all, I think we can all admit together that it, it's, it's, it's not, it's, it's awful. Um, and. Do
0: you think they should have like maybe built like the roads before there was any, like a, an influx of like a hundred thousand people that just like moved yeah. to Charlottesville, Virginia. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Makes sense. It's,
1: and preemptive it was an in-faith Road build that we made <laughs> yeah. before, four four lanes on each side. You of can there. run the gauntlet yeah. down yeah. 29.
0: Yeah. If you go down 29 in Charlottesville, it is an absolute. Well, I mean, I have I've been there not very recently, and I it, it was bad when I was. It's 40s. not better. It's. Yeah, I was going to say yet. 29 is objectively my least favorite road. Like maybe you could see lights. Like it is just nothing but lights. Yeah. It. Yeah. A strong, also, strong I would.
1: Movement. I'll still rather drive on 29 than 66.
2: Mm, that's probably. That's probably reasonable. Um, yeah, sixty. I mean, to be fair, like sixty-six. You have to like if you get, you know, no traffic, then sixty-six is just any other road. But which happens always, like, at
1: a at a fifteen-minute window at about right. two forty-five to three a.m. Yeah. That's correct. Yeah. And Cause, yeah, storms. any other time,
2: you're you're always like fifty to sixty percent chance of just a parking lot. So yep. Um, yeah that that's a that's a rational argument. Um, but uh, but was great. Um, uh, went to a couple <laughs> breweries. Hit up a random row owned by at least one JMU guy. I forget who. Um, yeah. Oh wow. a- bre-
0: Brew dogging, brew dogging in the four three four. Love that. That's right.
1: Did you? Uh, that's right. Did you grind any film with Dez Kitchens and and maybe encourage him to to pick up pick up the pace a little bit? Get get the wide receivers some. love? You
2: know, I, I left a couple of messages. He didn't return. Um, yeah, that's so understandable. It's I'm kind of
0: out on a limb here. Yeah. We'll get to that. That'll we don't need so. to. We don't need to bring that negativity into the conversation <laughs> just yet, Jordan. Well, we got. I wasn't being other...
1: negative. I was encouraging some. Uh... <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: these were good swing thoughts. I like. was I encouraging
1: encouragements. How
0: that's that's that? a good point.
2: If it hits the hill, it hits the hill.
0: Um, is anybody drinking anything special, Jason? Did you bring back any any legendary uh, tall boy packs or anything from your travels? I didn't. I should have, but I do have uh, a Devil's Backbone
2: backbone,
1: Whoa, which man. is.
2: I think one of their new ones, uh, but Backbone it's excellent squared. Just a very, uh, just a very light lager. I think it's just their lager their beer. version of the easy to drink <clears throat> cerveza. Well
3: huh.
2: beautiful,
1: yeah. Jason. What was the uh, for the people? Should they go brew crawling in Charlottesville soon? What was the best beer you had today?
2: Ooh, that's a tough call. Um,
1: As he pulls out the notes app.
2: When I got like, literally looking at untapped because I'm a giant dork because I forget, I, respect it. I forget the names of the beers I drink. So I put them down because I'm like, I feel like I've heard this one. And I sound like an idiot. Um, <laughs> uh, random row, uh, sunny days ahead was, uh, it was, I think it's a, a relatively new one, but it's a very good one. And, um, I think, let me look up the, it was like, um, every dollar of this pint of this, uh, this beer goes towards a charity and it's like the uh, yellow ribbon, yellow ribbon charity. It's some charity. This is super helpful. I'm really glad I'm giving them a lot of good publicity. It's not the 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 red bandana,
1: but it's a different colored.
2: I think it's a different color garment, Um, but they, they provide like when, when families have to relocate for a long time because of like uh, children's disease or something like that. Oh um, yeah, house,
0: like, like Ronald McDonald House kind of situation. Yeah,
2: like long-term housing sort of things. Um, and it's it's I think it's basically the same as Ronald McDonald housing, and just much more localized. So was probably, happy to
0: probably better better utilization of funds.
1: Yeah, you know, yeah. was ha-
2: was happy to make a contribution and enjoy a delectable
0: cold just beer, a, just a delicious pour.
1: Wonderful. Uh, I'm drinking the Costco Italian sparkling water again. Yeah,
0: I'm on that flat water right now. I did have, I did partake of some beers this weekend, guys, as you know, um, our 75-day our nightmare is over and Logan back. is back on the beers. Um, just in time for a stressful Saturday, uh, which, yeah, no was, which was good, but we, uh, we, we wore it out. We went to uh, the Civil Society um, Brewing down in Abacoa, Florida yesterday. It was good. Uh, love one of, one of my favorite spots. We, we brought the boy. The boy was there, posted up, took a nap, hung out. Shout out to shout out to moms for making that happen. So you know, honestly, we should we should all be so lucky as to take a nap. So yeah, yeah. I really feel feel like like I take a nap one day. Sounds great. It's a certain white guy like life goal when you like stroll into the brewery with the baby confidently. Like there's like seven other babies in there. You're like, oh hell yeah, we're in. This this is these are my people now. Nods all around. (laughs) (laughs) What's up, guys? (laughs) But anyhow, uh, good good brewery. One of my favorites. Everything there is pretty hazy. That's very clearly their vibe, which is great. But if you're into that, if you're not into that, maybe not a, not a good stop for you. They also have these beer slushy things I was interested in, but uh, it was like probably like 10 bucks and I wasn't really, wasn't going that hard. You
1: weren't that interested. Yeah, I mean, it was like
0: a blueberry lemonade beer slushy situation, which could have been really good, but you know, also could have been just like just a one-way ticket to headache town, so, you know. <laughs> Since it was day one back on the beers, I decided yeah. not, to, not to dive in. Too
1: crazy. Right,
0: right. I wasn't like going to want to be doing tequila shots at the restaurant next door or anything afterwards, so, <laughs> um, but anyhow. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Well, sorry to hear about you guys' 83-degree temperatures. I mean, that's damn near hoodie weather uh, for, <laughs> for your boy right now, so I would I would love that, but, you know, T's and P's, seriously, to you guys. I hope you guys can make Thank it through. You. Um Yeah. Well, we can get right into it. We had some breaking news this evening. You know we love nothing more than talking coaching carousel. Uh, we love it even more than picking games, people are saying. So I <laughs> – So uh, aggressive. <laughs> I, saw, I, saw, I saw I came across the, uh, the timeline, but uh, Herm Edwards out as Arizona State head coach. Arizona State fell yesterday to um, a directional Illinois, I believe. No, the Eastern Salukis. Michigan. Oh, they lost to Eastern Michigan. The Salukis beat
1: someone else that they shouldn't have. So who did uh, Southern Illinois beat? The The Salukis are Northern Illinois. No, that's the Huskies. Who's – is it Eastern? That's the Salukis.
2: Southern okay. Illinois is the Salukis. I believe they beat Northwestern,
0: right? Yeah, they beat Northwestern. Sorry. Okay. My oh. bad. My bad. My directional uh, Big Ten adjacent states is – Directional flyover it's all, it's all state. Same right. category. Yep. Yeah. So I don't know if that means that uh, we need to be keeping an eye on what's going on at Northwestern. They must be terrible, but, um, or, you know, the Salukis are fine, I suppose. But uh, yeah, Herm Edwards out at Arizona state. I don't know if this is a huge surprise. We didn't really talk about this one. There's been an ongoing like large NCAA investigation into some whatever various sundry uh, improprieties that have gone on in the Arizona state program under Herm Edwards, um, really interested to see who the uh, interim coach is going to be because there's like a, a non-zero chance that it's another former NFL head coach like uh, Brian Billick or Marvin Lewis, I believe, are like advisors or like quasi on staff at Arizona State, which is really weird. Um, so who knows? But yeah, it seems like that was probably a bit of an inevitability and then in, in losing to Eastern Michigan, uh, not a tremendous look uh, for, for the squad. But yeah. Uh, yeah, you got to feel for Emory Jones. You know, he's got to go through this again, another coaching changeover. Um, it's it's got to it's gotta be tough on the
1: psyche. But uh, any thoughts? Any thoughts about Arizona State? Um, well, I think, like, we'll talk about this a little later, but I think it's not the best time to be hiring in the Pac-12 because the Pac-12 looks a little better than it has the past few <laughs> years. So the – the window of opportunity for an Arizona State to maybe vault into the top third uh, potentially isn't as open as it was when you hired Herm Edwards. So um, I would expect there to be a little bit more pressure to get this one right, perhaps.
2: Yeah. It was a very, I feel like the, the Herm Edwards at Arizona State era was a very fascinating roller coaster. It was
0: was like not a bad idea, but also like a weird guy to to experiment the not bad idea. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so like it
2: it came out and like, hey, we're doing this. And everybody was like, what the hell is this? Like, what are we doing? Right. And then for like a year or two there, it kind of looked like, oh, they might have found something. And then like he was recruiting okay. And, you know, they were having some decent years. And then it just kind of started careening off the track again. And it might be. You know, I, I don't think we know the kind of damage that has been done yet. Um, but it's just a very strange, like, kind. Of, part of me thinks like this should have worked and part of me thinks that this was dumb from the start and I can't really put my finger on which it is, which is a uh, super good waste of oxygen. But uh, it was just a very strange trip. Very strange journey.
1: Yeah, I, I would have said, I don't know if, I guess if it had worked out, I wouldn't have been surprised because of, just the uniqueness of all the variables there, but I'm also not surprised that it's ending this way.
2: Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, which to be fair is probably kind of the zone that
1: Arizona State lives in most yeah, of the they time. they perpetually exist yeah. in that kind right. of
0: in the sure why not area level. Yeah. I do think that that's an interesting job that I would not be surprised if like a, a decent name coach wanted that job because. Yeah. I think the conference you're in proximity to California, you're in a big Metro area that produces a lot of talent itself in Phoenix. Um, Scottsdale so, area.
1: Um, right. But are animal. you going to want the block to cool off? So to speak?
0: Well, who are you? What first. I mean, let's go, let's go ahead and talk about it. Who, who needs to cool off.
1: Who are we scared of USC? No, I'm saying like this. Oh, the NCAA, the under. NCAA
0: block. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I suppose, but I mean, do you think that like, do you think they're going to get a penalty? I mean, I don't know. I I guess it's just weird. Like North Carolina had a giant investigation and they like barely got penalized at
1: all. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, I I think there's a
0: certain amount of like the NCAA, you can kind of just like not comply and eventually you'll just get less punishment and it won't really affect your program that much in the long term. Like, I don't think they're going to give anyone um, too damaging of Scholarship kind of things like I sure maybe you want to let the block cool off a little bit, but also you can probably buy yourself a longer contract if you are willing to do the Matt Rule thing and like get the, the long six year deal at the early part of the quote unquote rebuild. Um, if you if you want to do it, I just I think that job is like a, I don't want to I don't want to call it a sleeping giant because I think that that's kind of disingenuous, but I, I think that. It has a lot of plus sides. It's an attractive place to go to school. Yep. It's in an attractive area. I think it's pretty easy to get kids into that school. No, no uh total shade to Arizona State, but I think that's the truth. Um, so you know, it's
2: so uh Pete Pete Thamel tweeted out a list of names right for Arizona State. And I will, Bronco
1: Mendenhall. Let's I'll try to I'll try to invert this
2: um from like least interesting to most interesting. So you've got like Todd Monken, Alex Grinch, Bill O'Brien's on here. Um, let's see, Jonathan Smith, Troy Calhoun, uh Tom Herman.
1: Yeah, there's a name we haven't mentioned. Which yet.
2: you know make makes it enough sense to be considering. Uh Bill what's, O'Brien, Charles What's Huff, Larry Michael, Fedora
1: up these up to these days? He question. feels like an Arizona back, state.
0: probably back in back in buys. I would guess on Sunday. That sounds the, like uh, what he's up to, the I'm most sure. intriguing name
2: is the first one, Brian Harson. <laughs> Which, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm guessing that assumes uh, mutual parting of the
0: ways to do this, or I, yeah, I think that's that, going to happen. That ship has sailed already. Par- I believe the parting of the ways is going to happen. I don't think.
1: I mean, well, wouldn't Auburn love it if he's just like, you know what, guys, I'm. <laughs> I'm going with Arizona State now. <laughs> so there. all of a
2: sudden, Auburn goes from having to pay a buyout to getting a buyout.
1: Yeah, he feels yeah, I mean, like that. the kind of guy who might do that too. <laughs> yeah. You um, all right. so if you if you were a uh, headhunter or trying to push a coach to a certain job, do you consider Arizona State or Nebraska more attractive?
0: I think Nebraska is going to pay me more. Uh, I think that Arizona State may sneaky have more upside. I think that's probably right. Okay. Um, Yeah.
2: If for no other reason, like, I, I feel like the Nebraska job's got baggage, man.
0: Yeah, I feel like the Nebraska job is entering the Auburn zone a little bit in that, yeah. like, there's, like, a lot of institutional instability would appear behind the scenes and, and a lot of, like, ex- elevated expectations yep. that, like, Cam Newton's going to come walking through that door again and you're just going to win a national championship um, because it happened one time, and obviously it's going to happen again, right? You know, that's to be expected. So, yeah, I, I mean, that that yeah, that's how I feel about it. But Okay. What do you think, Jordan?
1: Um... I mean, like, I still have some questions long term about what happens to the Pac 12 overall. Sure. So I think Nebraska offers more kind of environmental stability in that regard. And those B1G payouts, pretty nice from what I've heard. Sure. No, the money
0: is certainly better, going to be better in the B1G.
1: I think I'd have more fun coaching at Arizona State.
0: Yeah. You know, Billy Napier, former Arizona State um, offensive coordinator. Well, that's somebody, when they hired uh,
2: um, when they hired Herm, the AD very openly said, whoever we hire has to keep both the coordinators. And one of those coordinators was Billy Napier, who also wanted the job. Ah. So, Well, just, you know, the way the world
0: turns. Instead, he went to Lafayette, Louisiana, for a couple of years, which uh, is fine. But anyhow, okay. Well, we will uh, we'll we'll pick over those names. I, I think the the inside college football fun name I see on the list is Sean Lewis. Um, I believe is he Kent State's head coach. I think they like they do a very good job of playing exciting football and throwing the ball all over and 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 whatnot. So if that's who I'm thinking of, um, he would be an interesting fit. Uh, Jonathan Smith has gotten a ton of love for having Oregon state, not be terrible, like absolutely terrible the past couple of years. So, I mean, that's an interesting name. I, I don't know. doesn't do a whole lot for me, but, uh, I, and I, I guess I'm intrigued by Tom Herman, right? Like, I mean, is he, does he want to coach again? I, I, you have to assume that like he would be down to coach again. I mean, he's a football coach, right. But he sort of seems like he maybe is, not like the greatest guy to have around, <laughs> but I don't know. Yeah. He's Urban Meyer's friend. So I mean, it sort of speaks for itself, I guess. <laughs> Would Urban Meyer, <laughs> right what'd you say? I don't think he's employed right now. He was doing some like analysis work somewhere he was with... when we looked it up last year, right? He was with the Bears last year.
1: Yeah.
2: He was not retained <laughs> by the new head coach for this season.
1: Oh, uh,
0: well. Must Catch be why Tom Jason
1: Fields is doing all that good work now.
0: He said the shackles have been removed, the Tom Herman shackles. Okay, let's get to some games. It was uh it was an interesting weekend. Uh a lot of well, just a lot of interesting results. Uh it would appear that picking games continues to be hard for certain members of the podcast. Um, we we're having a tough time narrowing in on who's good and who's not good and some of the bold proclamations that we make from week to week. Sometimes, sometimes you know, it'd be your own tweets. You know what I'm saying? So uh I know what I'm saying. <laughs> we'll 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 go with that but let's get to it first things first in the non-pick games um my dad texted me at like 2 30 in the afternoon what's up with Georgia what do they have to prove (laughs) like like, I mean they are playing the most ferocious abusive brand of football I've seen since like of the like early run Saban like throttling type of teams um shout out to shout out to Kirby I guess for you know having that team so motivated to just just rip up every week but I mean it that that defense plays so mad and uh they are very good again it would appear South Carolina appears to have some weaknesses notably on the lines along the lines of scrimmage and uh, a quarterback that uh is is entering the bonex zone, uh, maybe may in <laughs>
2: as the kids say, he is going through some,
0: yeah, going through some things. Uh, definitely, um, maybe entering the bonix zone himself, but yeah, i uh, hard, hard to say, really. You guys watch any of this? I mean, this was just a, an absolute manhandling. From- I saw highlights such as they were, yeah,
1: yeah, and I saw one highlight where they did a reverse to the tight end. Um, mm-hmm. that's just yes. showing off. At that point, when, yeah. when you're doing end-arounds with your, uh, not even the big tight end from Las Vegas, but just Brock Bowers. the Yeah, no,
0: Brock Bowers is the best one, and he's not the giant one. The giant one mostly blocks. He, he yeah. just occasionally gets the ball, and it's just, yeah, uh, the uh, just impossible to take down. Yeah, one person. right, right. Which is interesting, but yeah, Bowers had himself a game. He had, I think, two touchdown catches. One just dotted a guy in the in the back of the end zone. Another one, he like caught the ball over the middle and just like rumbled fifty something yards. Um, outran people, ran people over. I mean,
1: pretty pretty frightening stuff out of Georgia. They. <laughs> it reminded me, Logan when you said like they play so angry. It reminded <laughs> me of like my early days playing. On the Shanksters dynasty, when my brothers would were still in town and would play, and we would yeah. like Trevor and I would like egg Evan on before games and like <laughs> needle him <laughs> to get him sure. riled up and like oh. fully flying around. Um, we found that to to bring out his most effective form. So I'm curious what uh, <laughs> what Georgia does for some of those guys to really get it's him to ride to pick him the on. lightning.
0: Hey, listen, I remember those days of of sweet sweet Evan. <laughs> I remember telling a, a, a ref not to not to antagonize Evan. <laughs> I was like, come on, man. You didn't have to do that. He was like, what do you mean? I'm like, come on. You know what you're doing. He's like, okay. I was like, yeah, thank you. Thank you. There's you know, you all know the ref, the old guy, glasses. Mm-hmm. Not interested. Not interested in reliving the trauma. But uh, yeah, so anyhow, uh, good for Georgia. They far and away look like the best team in the country. Um, this game also are, gave
1: us. Uh, snippy Shane Beamer, a couple of times. Tough to see yes. the hometown kid go through that, but um, you know that's that's paradise in the SEC. It is. What it I cannot when s- he
2: when he said hell no, he did correctly say it in like four different syllables. Hell yeah. no, hell no. What
1: kind of question is that feel?
0: Feel <laughs> calling my name? <laughs> yeah, I mean before the game, it was, they did the like uh, coach walking in the middle of the field during warmups with the, uh, the AirPods in interview with him on game day, which is interesting. I, I like that. I think that's kind of a cool thing, but it's, it was funny because he was like very effusive in his praise of like how overmatched his team was like in comparison to Georgia. And I was like, this is kind of weird vibe. Well, I mean, he coached then at the Kirby end, he Staff
1: was, for a year. Well, yeah. And so he like,
0: mentioned that, but he also said like, and you know, I mean, I like the guys we got. It's like, well, Okay, I'm I'm sure you do, but glad he, to hear that, Coach. That was was a lot more, uh, you know, given. I also can't look at him and not think that he looks like a PGA Tour pro from that that meme that was circulated. What all the SEC coaches look like, so <laughs> um, that he very much looks like a PGA Tour.
1: Well, he just player. looks a lot like Zach Johnson in general.
0: Oh, that's true. He does. He does slap some terrible like Oakleys on him, white some skinny M frames.
1: Yeah. Oof,
0: oof, gross, but. Uh, Yeah. um, I mean, any, any uh, pushback on Georgia? like being clearly the best team in the country. Not right now. They're getting whatever they want on offense. I am curious to see if they play a defense that can maybe limit a little bit of the, so close to the line of scrimmage passing game that they, they are, listen, Munkin is scheming it up. They don't make Bennett do any downfield throwing and that's fine. He was not good at it last year he continues to just not do it probably because they know they're not good at it. And they are, but they are like ultimate yak boys. Uh, This team is like, it is, it is a hundred percent yak. And they got the dudes to do it. You can throw the ball to Brock Bowers. You can throw the ball to the giant tight end. You can throw the ball to, you know, probably a, a, you know, four or five star running back or three and uh, you know, and let it happen. But uh, I am, it would be curious if they're in a situation where like there's a team that's really fast on defense and kind of keep some of that underneath stuff bottled up. Um,
1: I mean, that's the only, like,
0: I'm picking it. Absolutely picking, like, little things here. I'm picking nits yeah. with
1: Do Well, like, do we think one of those teams exists on their schedule before the postseason, or is it just going to be a wait and find out until Atlanta?
0: Um, I was impressed with LSU's defense in the second half. I don't know if they played Georgia this year uh, in the regular season. That is probably unlikely. Um, not saying that they could do it. They Certainly would have probably some talent and would be able to rest the passer pretty well, I think. Um, Typically pretty talented at DB as well. So, I mean, maybe maybe them, but I don't know if they play Georgia. Um, I I would guess no.
1: So Georgia's remaining schedule, they host aforementioned Kent State this weekend. Uh, They are at Missouri, home against Auburn, home against Fandy, bye week, cocktail party. Then they host... The Vols, they go to Mississippi State, they go to Kentucky, and then Georgia Tech.
0: Kentucky's defense is good. Maybe Kentucky
1: or Tennessee, but yeah,
0: I don't. Tennessee's defense is okay. I I would say Kentucky's. I was pretty in on Mississippi State's defense before this season, this weekend. But um, LSU figured some stuff out against them. I think the running quarterback thing certainly helped LSU uh, this weekend. But yeah, so I mean. I don't want to say Georgia's inevitable, but they are starting to feel pretty inevitable uh, at this point. And they, they also are just, like I said, they, they play with a certain edge that I'm surprised by every week <laughs> that they generate as much pizzazz uh, as much zest for the game. So yeah, I gotta go gargle with mouthwashes way too much Georgia phoning, <laughs> but it's okay. Did you guys watch any Oklahoma and at Nebraska this weekend?
1: I saw the first quarter. Maybe uh, Nebraska came out, put up a spirited stand on defense on the first possession. Um, I think they scored to yeah. go I think they up. Did,
2: they scored first, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, yeah, and then it was like they just got super gassed. Like all all the adrenaline just completely wiped them out. And then Oklahoma happened.
0: As yeah, it Oklahoma. often does. Oklahoma looks like Oklahoma. I mean, they look... Uh... And they look, and they, and they have a better defense than they've had before. So I don't yep. really, I don't see a whole lot of drop off in Oklahoma. I mean, they at this point feel like clearly the best team in the Big Twelve. Mm-hmm. So yeah. um, we'll see if they drop a weird one. That tends to happen to most Oklahoma teams anyway. But maybe a little bit better defensive organization could prevent that from happening too. Getting getting got by like Spencer Sanders or something. You know, that would be that would be unfortunate. And also, I I just, like I mentioned before, shout out to a defensive coordinator, head coach person like Brent Venables for going out and getting an offensive coordinator and letting him do what makes him good and not pinning, not pinning down his offensive coordinator because he likes to play defense and wants to win time of possession. And, you know, and that's how he wants to do it. Now, you know, maybe that's lessons learned coaching under Dabo and seeing different offensive coordinators and styles come through and you getting to play your defense the whole time. But um, regardless, I, I think that's I think that's not nothing and um, speaks to hopefully Venables having a good career as head coach probably.
1: Yeah. Well, I think like he or maybe I, I'm just assuming, but like I think the healthy way to view that relationship is like, well, if my offense scores more pi- more points – I have more cushion to do more fun things on defense. I'm not just like constantly playing lemon booty, keep everything in front of me. Like I get to do some exotic things because I'm not worried about whether or not my offense can, can go run up a score or two. So uh, it seems to be working for him. It's cool. Yeah. Now,
0: if they come out and go, you know, three and out four straight times, uh, you know, at, at some point, then maybe, maybe you start to get frustrated, but that's not, that's not only a defensive coordinators, you know, problem either. Right. (laughs) That's a, that's a, that's a bigger problem. So, Um, all right. We can talk about USF at Florida. I, I I sat through this one. It was pretty painful. Um, I think, I think Florida's pretty mediocre team right now. Um, Missing uh, Ventril Miller on defense seems to be a bigger deal than I would like it to be. Um, He's, like a classic we are talking about him mid nineties middle linebacker. Um, But I think he makes all the calls on defense and keeps everybody pretty organized. And they seemed out of sorts against USF last night. Uh, A lot of missed tackles, sloppy defensive play. Maybe they spent the week preparing for Tennessee next week. I don't know what the deal was. Didn't love the effort. Uh, Richardson continues to just look really like, like he seems like he gets spooked and then it's over. Like there's just no,
2: he's all, he's real frantic.
0: Yeah, it's like if things are going well, it looks good. I uh, Richard Johnson pointed out like the drive that was the second to last drive that he ended up throwing the interception on the fade pass in the end zone, but like that drive starts out with him throwing a great pass to Shorter who goes up over the, the corner and catches the ball, mm-hmm. but that was a, was a great throw. Um, got a lot of confidence. They ran the ball, moved it down there. And then according to Billy Napier, he made the check at the line into that into the into that fade pass because he because of the look that they got it was a terrible throw but in my mind it's like why did he have the option to check into that you know like I I don't know I I I know every single 32 year old white guy sitting on their couch thinks that they could call plays right for for a team and loves to just like crush the offensive coordinator at any team that they root for at any time but like in my mind, Richardson could have not thrown any passes last night and Florida would have won by two scores because they ran the ball. I think they Florida was like over almost nine yards of carry running. And it's like, really? Nine yards of carry? And you didn't just only do that and get out of there? Like, help your defense out? So I don't know. They, uh, the, the, Anthony it was almost like
1: an, an agenda item was yes. get AR's confidence back. And sure. Like and, and I don't think that rhythm, that's, so bad. and they did that at the expense of the entire, game almost end. the entire game yeah, <laughs> yeah a dub potentially
0: right yeah I'll, uh yeah so anyhow the defense seemed to come alive there in the fourth quarter and play with a little bit more intensity but i think they're a little tired Brent cox um, got it done in, in the fourth Yeah,
1: he's quarter.
0: when he's really focused and on he looks really really good and disruptive and then there's times where he appears to do some loafing um but hey what 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 can you do um yeah the guys kind of catch their breath man this is yeah. what it is I think Florida's got Tennessee next week. First road game for the Gators. Uh, I think it's going to be the game day game. So we'll see what that looks like um, when, when Florida comes out, but yeah, I continue to just have some questions about like the management of flow of the offensive play calls. Like I don't necessarily think all the play calls are bad, but it would appear that Florida does some things that like damages their momentum. Um, and I know momentum like is kind of a like woo woo silly term, but like, damages their confidence. Right. And, In and yeah. how they're moving the football and how things are going. And uh, I have been pretty impressed with their offensive line though. They, they, you know, I don't mind seeing a couple um, personal fouls by offensive linemen love, love some nasty offensive line play. And we got a little bit of that, uh, a little bit of that this week, but uh, yeah, I was texting. I was texting you guys last night. Cole Kublik is a great sideline guy to have on your game. Yeah. The SEC network game. You get Kublick there. He loves to break down offensive line play, but he's very quick with the analysis. Like he jumps in and it'll be like, Oh, watch this. Like he'll, you know, if they're, if you're running a, uh, a, a trap or something like that, and, and you got a pulling guard, that's going to like clean up the defensive end that's coming through. he will be like, watch this.
1: a <laughs> well, Yeah. It looks like they give him a whole TV screen down on the sideline. And oh, he yeah. just like gets to cut stuff up. So that's, uh, Pretty unique niche he's living in. That's yeah. And cool. I think he's like,
0: I think he's in with like all the offensive line coaches. Like he's in their world. Oh, gotta be. And so he's like, I mean, he's like, I know Rob's, you know, Rob Sale is Florida's, like one of Florida's offensive line coaches. He's like, I know how Rob Sale coaches these guys. And da, 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 da. like he was just going in. But anyhow, I just think I I like, I like the inside baseball stuff like that. So I think, that's, yeah, those, I think like it's cool. Those but he makes are it entertaining. the bar
1: tabs. I want to be a fly. Yeah to eavesdrop on at, like, the AFCA conventions when, like, right. Paul Kubelik and all the O-line and all the guys O-line are coaches. holding court. Yeah.
0: Who is the legendary offensive line coach from Florida State? Uh, Trickett. Um, Rick, was it Rick
1: or? Not Clint. Clint, Clint, Clint is, is his son. Fan. Yeah. Because
0: I think the other Trickett boy is on staff calling plays for USF. Um, okay. there's multiple trickets, but, uh, yeah, evidently he's just a mean old cuss, like just super mean. I think offensive line coaches are also allowed to just, they're empowered to be just very abusive and mean. Um, so whatever, that's interesting, but yeah, Gator's got work to do. I, I just, I think that there's going to be a lot of struggle games this year. Um, I think the coaching staff is going to need to figure out how they want to call some games and how they can communicate, uh, to, the quarterback and I do think that there still are some weird restrictions that they're putting on AR as far as running for whatever reason. um But also would love to see him improve as a pocket passer because he's going to need to do that if indeed he's going to live up to his uh talent.
1: so Yeah,
0: zero touchdown passes so far this year for Anthony Richardson. He's made more tackles than he has thrown touchdown passes. Not yeah, there stat. are
1: like two guys I follow. One's an LSU Homer. I don't know about the other guy, but they're they're quick to remind. Yeah, that stat every like every fifteen or twenty minutes. It's like, all right,
0: guys. Yeah, no, no. Listen, you got to take you got to take your shots while you can, especially when you have to root for Brian Kelly coach team. I get it. You know, yeah. I'd be I'd be I'd be getting these tweets off. too. I'd be mean as well. <laughs> So, all right, let's keep it moving. UTSA at Texas. This one was lively early. UTSA was up what seventeen seven or something when I checked in, um, but it looks like Texas got it done. I didn't catch any of this, but uh,
1: did you actually check in because it was Longhorn Network? I still uh, have well, never found I, a cable and or streaming score. package that included the Longhorn Network.
0: I feel like you can get it on Sling, but you have to get like the extra quadruple advanced sports package on Sling, so you can watch like F one racing and Longhorn Network or something. Um, Jason, any comment on your Texas Longhorns?
2: No, you know, there's there's going to be bumps in the road on the way to the national <laughs> title, so it's fine.
1: See, there's a fan with good perspective. Yeah, right? I love that. No, no unreasonable expectations. Rome wasn't built in a day.
2: That's what I'm saying, people. If only every Texas fan could be like me,
1: Shared but then I have the experience. Not
2: not many yeah. Texas fans have been Texas
1: fans as long as I have. So yeah, <laughs> boy, don't we know it? That's right.
0: Um, I did not catch the final score of the USC Fresno game. Oh, USC one forty-five to seventeen. So yeah, who care of business there for USC. They uh, again, we will remind you. It would appear that they helicoptered the exact Oklahoma operation. Into LA and are just doing the Oklahoma thing, uh, including the quarterback. So good for them.
1: Yeah, I I watched a couple series of this game. Good to see Caleb Williams just continuing to to rocket that thing around the court. <laughs> it's fun.
0: You know, Anthony Richardson could maybe maybe watch a little Caleb Williams film, just learn 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 about management of
1: the rocket. You know what I'm saying? Yeah put that in your weekly email to billy napier at uf.edu dear billy
0: as mentioned in my previous emails i am willing to
1: come on staff hello coach mr billy
0: <laughs> hello sir and or, and ma'am you have as you have a lovely for my previous family.
1: correspondences
0: <laughs> copied below <laughs> for your reference uh, i got I, I made it a zip file so that it's easy to download them all quickly um all right odu was at uva um this one was never in doubt you know that's just in the bag easy breezy the whole time uh i watched most of this while i was out and about but I, I also uh watched it in the car while i was picking up pizza yesterday um just really How was your pizza? How was your return to oh, pizza? oh god it was so good. Um yeah. Uh, yeah it was great. I'm happy for it was I had a good weekend of consumption I'm ready to get ready to get clean again you know what i'm saying <laughs> but uh yeah the who's um Jordan, we mentioned some weird vibes, maybe some some weird vibes swirling around. Uh this was a strange performance by UVA. I think there's some positives for sure. Ball yeah. m- moving the ball seemed to seem to happen. Defense, good for the defense. I mean, they I don't think ODU is exactly uh, I mean, this isn't, you know, Bobby Wilder's not walking through that door, but uh they ODU has some interesting weapons. Coon's the tight end, is uh probably gonna play on Sundays kind of guy. Um they're, you know, they're okay. But uh UVA just really struggled to push to score to score the ball, to score the ball at all. Um did I see seven trips in the red zone and 20 total points?
1: Or I, that 20, sounds correct. I 23 would not total argue points or whatever. I mean either of those numbers.
0: Yeah, not great. Do you have yeah. do you have any analysis for us? Uh make us help us feel something.
1: <laughs> well, I don't know if it's gonna be positive something, but um I like, I was encouraged, like you said, Logan, moving the ball did not seem to be as much of an issue as it was against Illinois, which, you know, it shouldn't be against ODU. Like, ODU's not scrap meat, but they are, you know, a bit of a tier below an ACC football program, and that should show up, especially in the trenches, in theory. Um, So, moving the ball... Good on you. I think they had over 500 yards total offense. Um, Fumbles were bad. Armstrong, like Armstrong did not play well for like three and a half quarters of this game. Um, Bad throws, bad ball security, just kind of looked like, I I don't want to accuse the guy of like not caring, but just kind of looked like uh, not as locked in as I have seen him. In the past? Oh, yeah. I, uh, I would say. Which was a little surprising. But, um, yeah, so they're, like, I think Keaton Thompson is probably a big reason UVA wins this game. Um, he seemed to be the only one who really had some spunk and some fire uh, on offense there late in the game. Uh, I think Xavier Brown, the running back, who got the majority of the carries to close it out. Uh, I'm encouraged by what he might bring. Um, And then like at the end of the day, they did get the win on a fairly impressive, like, okay, we got to go get a touchdown here and, or got to go get points. We've got a minute left and they got it. So um, from that perspective, mission accomplished. But
0: yeah, the last two drives that had a little seemed like they had some urgency behind them. Both of them seemed, It it seemed you saw some flashes of some good things. So yeah,
1: and so like the hope there is like oh okay maybe we were like circling something we're we're kind of maybe hopefully finding a balance between like this identity Tony Elliott wants to establish, but also fitting the offense to best maximize the pieces you have. So we'll see got Syracuse Friday night that should be uh an interesting event
0: yeah Syracuse looks like no joke also honest also which is interesting they played a wild one this weekend they did I don't know if they, you- they were
1: aided by what did I see six or seven Purdue penalties on the final drive which also yeah it was it left. was
0: pre- it was preposterous going down yeah. the stretch and then one of the worst like pick sixes ever thrown was in that game too. And it might have been thrown by Syracuse. Guy getting wrangled to the ground, just flings the ball, but it like comes out and goes right into like an on-rushing defensive tackle. Um and uh yeah, just rumbles into the end zone. Piesman candidate. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, and Jason the Dukes were off, but in related news, App State next week, right? We getting ready for App. App, yeah. App, had a, App had a fun finish. They are they are living the dream right now. App had App a hell State. of uh, like
2: sixteen hours
0: in Boone.
1: Yes, yes, they um, did. Yeah, that should um, help generate some more eyeballs for this weekend's match. I'm
2: yeah, I'm fine with that. And if they want to go ahead and emotionally exhaust themselves seven days before, they can go right ahead and do that as well.
1: Yep, chestnut checkers. I like yep. it, Jason. That's right. <laughs> you goaded them into a a. Uh,
0: a <laughs> we, we willed
2: them to get Troy. game day and then have a crazy fit. Yeah, this was right. Kurt Cignetti is just like third dimensional
0: chess on these guys. So I'm just very um, fascinated by their the run that they are on. They played a like 64 to 62 in regulation game with North Carolina that the, two, weeks ago, that won, yeah. two weeks ago that they should have won. Two weeks ago. And then they they have just a bone saw game against Texas A and M. Sorry, no pun intended. And and it's just 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 terrible. And, and then they come out and they have. Then I mean, obviously this is a pretty high scoring game. I think I've I've heard through the grapevine people are saying on various podcasts that Troy's actually kind of good and has some good players. And um, you know, but. They, Shout out to Sun Belt, all those things. things I think today. I think this podcast might have said that last week, and right. as a, an example. Troy, Troy's Troy's all right; they're pretty good too. Um, played a pretty, you know, exciting standard score, I guess you could say, type game here. I mean, they they've played all over the map as far as like matching the energy of the opponents. I wonder if is that who they are, or um, it'll be it'll be cool because JMU's been bringing it this year offensively for sure too. So I mean. I mean, I'm in for track me. That's always fun, but it is stressful. So
2: we're gonna we're gonna find out who we are. I'll, I'll say that. I mean, I think it's it's just it's tough to judge Jamie right now. It's you know in the transition. I was worried about our play in the trenches, um, and you know, I, I don't think I don't think Middle Tennessee State is as bad as we made them look. They went out to Colorado State, and who objectively a bad team, but like laid the lumber out there. Colorado State is so bad. Yeah, they're real bad. Um, but they may be worse I'm, than Hawaii. We're just
1: saying They're
2: something. There. I both Colorado teams are heinous, aren't they? Yes. <laughs> yes, um, Colorado, Colorado also heinous. Yeah. Right. Um, so I, I don't think anybody can tell you with 100% confidence, like, oh, the Dukes are ready to compete with the top of the Sun Belt, or uh, the Dukes are not ready to compete in FBA. Like, I think it's just, this is going to be the litmus test. We're going to find out who we are first thing off the, off the uh, starting blocks, and and it, it's fun. Like I, I said, by by a weird coincidence, I've probably been to more games in Boone than I have anywhere that I haven't worked. Um, sure. So, uh, you know, I, I've, I've always really liked App State and the way they've done their program. And, and, you know, I, when, when they were in FCS and one double with us, I really wanted like that to be the next big rivalry. And then, you know, obviously there was some, you know, they, they jumped early and, and we stayed around for a while and, Scotty McGee
0: game happened, you know. Scotty McGee we game happened there. to the we I mean there. Very, so there were there were two witness.
2: two sides of that. We went we went down to Boone in two thousand seven right and lost. Uh we were lining up a field goal and fumbled the, the ball away with like thirty seconds left. Mm. Um, and then the next year they came to Harrisonburg with Armonte Edwards and we were down twenty-one nothing at halftime and Scotty ran back the opening kickoff and we came back and won. It which is still the best football game I've ever attended, like most enjoyable and craziest. Um, That was fun. I was there. Were you there with us? Wasn't that the one I went to? I don't remember. I know you came to a playoff Game with us one time. Might I, went State State. I went to an App State.
0: I went to an App game because I believe we may have we may have pulled some chicanery to get me yeah. into that game. Yeah, I think that's if right. I recall correctly. Yeah. Off the record, J- Jordan yeah. will, Jordan will edit that out and post. But um, <laughs> yeah, per the advice um, of our
1: legal counsel, because
0: I think there may be a crowd shot on a wall somewhere, like in the that's right. Yeah, it's in the club. And I think I'm yeah. I am in the middle that's of correct. the photos. Yep, 100. <laughs> yeah. That's
2: right. Yeah, I completely forgot about that. It's in our, it's in our club, or at least it was. They might have replaced was, yeah. it, but I yeah, yeah. I want to find it if it's not. So
0: is that is that you i was like yes
2: that's jason and brett and daniel and is logan and uh anyway so really really exciting game on saturday i i couldn't tell you what's about to happen i believe the line opened that we were nine point underdogs which feels reasonable it's Um, moved
1: to seven and a half is what i'm seeing at most places
0: mm, wow um
2: fair enough but uh but yeah save your analysis we'll pick we'll pick on wednesday Kinda starts a... Uh, don't make me take that game for so many for so many reasons. Um, you, have to take,
0: you have to take an L. You have to take an automatic L. Actually yeah, double L. I recused myself. I forfeit you, the <laughs> all recusals result in
1: double L's. Sorry, sorry. I don't make the rules. You can't spell recusal without an L. Um, <laughs> yeah, so anyways,
2: sorry. <laughs> but no, really exciting. It kind of starts the it's our first ever Sunbelt game. Um Oh. I like that. It's against them. Got
0: to. The, be the, the streamers will travel excited for the streamers.
2: Yeah. Also app state was tossing streamers when they welcomed the college game day bus on campus. So they're the mm. latest in a line of people to bash streamers and then steal them. Present company included.
1: Yes. Uh, Jason, are you making moves to go down to Boone for this one? Or are you going to be uh, it's, on the couch it's for it?
2: Still TBD. Not entirely sure. Yeah, I know it's yeah. been sold out for weeks. Um, so, some of that, right. my some of that might, well, that of that might apply. But
1: before, from what I've heard, Boone,
0: so. Boone is also a wonderful town to watch a football game. So,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, I'd like to issue a bit of a correction for some aggressive language about the streamers uh, just a minute ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No one on earth has been more mm-hmm. proud of the idea of throwing a streamer than James Madison University. As if, like, it's like it, it dawned upon them, like Thomas Edison and his <laughs> idea for the light bulb was like, you know, what we should do? That's throw a streamers. Hundred you know, percent, yeah. Yes, it's basically toilet paper. People throw toilet paper all the time. That's it's right. It's not the same thing at all. No. Anyhow, I'm just saying, like it's it's fine. It's a cool. You, it's a you cool stated thing. only facts. It's it's a it's a fine thing. It's and a cool I, I thing. honestly, it, I it looks good.
2: I appreciate you putting it on par with Edison. Because I think a lot of people yeah. wouldn't, and okay. that
0: that means that means a lot well, of people would do that. The fervor with which it's defended, the straw yeah. men are fended off by the JMU fans. The king fans of properly rating is, things it would, has would properly rated yes. streamers yes. throwing. I properly rated the streamer. It looks great. It pops. It pops on screen. I also don't think we're. Uh, I don't think we're reinventing the wheel here in our celebration <laughs> tactics. But you know, shoot a bottle rocket on the field. Let's get
1: crazy. Okay, full, fully on board. That sounds <laughs> wonderful. Let's <laughs> go, Roman candles. That will be super conca cash. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: light me,
1: light me. <laughs> Let's get after.
0: How tight would that be if you had dueling Roman candles launching across the field? Uh, I I'm already well, I have a story stuff.
1: about that that probably shouldn't get published. But well, Roman candles come. are dangerous. Oh. I'll, I'll say that they, they are. Confirmed. But
0: you know, most people are wearing shields down on the field these days, so yeah, it's fine. Anyways, Dukes at App State. Very excited. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. All right, Jordan, we picked some games, unfortunately. Uh let's uh let's hear it run it down for the boys. Let's let's talk
1: big boys. Well, we'll all. just get it out of the way. Uh Logan three time one and four champ. Uh Oh man, I thought class. I got
0: two. Which one didn't come through for me that I thought I did? No,
1: sorry. You did go two and three. I just yeah, assumed. Okay. That's on me. <laughs> Logan, let me, <laughs> let me be the first to apologize. I believe I started 0 and 3. Uh and
0: it was not not happy. I was receiving some texts from 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 our, our favorite dentist. I think
2: you I think you did start out with I think I think Sparty finished before NC State.
1: Yeah. Well yeah. yeah. You and well, we'll get to this later, but yeah. yeah. Logan, you went two and three. Um I went two and three. Jason went four and one. So Jason continues to extend the gap between him and the Peloton at this Jason, point. Jason, you're pretty good at gambling, dude. It's a shame <laughs> you can't monetize it. I've
2: never I've never done that. So <laughs> <laughs> To the FOIA requests and compliance officers listening to this call, yeah, <laughs> recreational sure. purposes only.
0: That's what they're trying to do. It's the app, the app state FOIA people are listening yes, I'm to saying. this podcast. They heard yeah. there was a Duke. They heard there Listen, was a Duke dog.
2: You guys might not be used to, but in the Sunbelt, we take <laughs> everything <laughs> we can
0: get, Logan. Yeah.
2: All right. One day you'll understand. In the Sunbelt. Belt, they're lecturing. Here in the
1: sunbelt. Belt, Here, never, as he as he never played his a, brandy glass, his never played Sunbelt game. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I can say uh, this with confidence before it just our means, first It just ever means Sunbelt more
0: game. here. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Hasn't anyone told you? It just means more in the Sun Belt. <laughs> BYU at Oregon was our first picker of the day. Um, I didn't watch really any of this. I think Oregon got up early and I was content to watch Penn State and Auburn doink it around. Um, <laughs> I was also watching my Vanderbilt Commodores uh, take on the Northern Illinois Huskies you've been, in a Valiant You've been victory. a fan of Vanderbilt
2: almost as long as I've been a fan of Texas, so I want to give you respect for that.
1: Anchor down, brother. The shareholders yeah. enjoyed a prosperous weekend. Let That's me right. shout out shout out to the uh, the
0: Cover Three podcast that has been branding this event by uh, Vanderbilt um, over over by October, and and they are <laughs> they are over by October, baby, and I, I love it. Good for Vanderbilt. They can throw it
1: around a little bit. Yeah, uh, it does. Speaking of throwing it around a little bit, it did look like Bo Nix threw it around a little bit in some highlights yeah. I saw. So it's good to see that it Bo got carried. his mojo back. Uh, we'll see how long that lasts. Um, his mojo sustain it in the the cold Pacific Northwest winters, but I think he also. What it I think was? He also
2: ran around. He ran around a little bit. I think he ran for three touchdowns.
1: Yeah, see, that's the Bo Nix I was kind of counting on. Being uh, on the field against the dogs, and he was not. Not, not so much. So, Did we ever himself.
0: see that Bo Nix on the field against the dogs and they played every year, and he just got throttled by them? Well, we were was, idiots. Is really, really what this boils down to.
1: Yeah, I was giving him the benefit of the doubt that it may have been a systemic Auburn issue that he was experiencing you know he he may done. have contributed
0: this contributed he may
1: systemic auburn
2: We real, learn uh, new things every week this, this is a real chicken in the egg chicken in the egg situation with what was it the bo Nicks in the auburn or was it the auburn in the bo Nicks?
1: yeah did auburn did auburn get all over bo Nicks or did Bo Nicks get all over oh, Auburn
2: it's hard to say mm. or did uh, I didn't watch almost any of this game other. I didn't watch much I'll preface this is gonna shock all of our listeners I didn't watch much college football past the noon slot, which it must be said, the noon slot was horrific. Um, yeah, well, wasn't it, great. Great. it was great. It was pretty bad. But um, I was, I was celebrating uh, the wedding of a friend of the podcast, Annie Barnes. So shouts out to her. Oh, nice. Hey. Has ever listened. Um, as well, the other. Um, I was not in attendance at
0: the other wedding in
2: the Harrisonburg area of young thomas wong
0: um oh man the fact that kelsey wong's idiot brother got married is amazing <laughs> like i mean i like that I, it's just so funny to me that that i he will never not be like the, the most wild of wild cards and and i'm sure he's a lovely young man and i haven't talked to him in 10 years and that's awesome i'm really happy for him but it is it's just wild to put these things in perspective he's, he's you know? come a
2: long way he's, he's very mature now he's like a missionary he's doing well for himself we're proud of him but it is yeah very speaking
0: surreal. speaking that Japanese and, and whatnot yeah and whatnot yeah <laughs> anyhow um I also didn't watch any of this really I, I was also disgusted when I checked on the score uh so I didn't watch any of it I really believed in BYU it turns out neither Gunnar Romney nor have played in this game which was sort of the key to my entire analysis um <laughs> the other day and Oregon played you know Jordan you were kind of joking this you, you were hoping this was the bonus that would show up like I think this is just generally the Oregon effort we we hoped was going to show up against Georgia. I mean, Georgia obviously is existing on a different plane than almost any other team right now uh, in college football, but uh, I mean, Oregon's obviously their defense got after it uh, a little bit better in this game. I mean, BYU, even without those two guys, is still moving the ball before this um, and tends to be pretty physical, especially on the offensive line. And uh, yeah, it was, it was out of reach pretty quickly um, in this one, so. Shouts out to Oregon. Now I can just continue to, like, fade and or choose them at the wrong moments for the rest of the year because I'm sure they will weasel their way into plenty more picks throughout this year. And I will you know, I do think... myself no favors by watching any Oregon to get a feel for how I feel about this team. But no, it's
1: fine. <laughs> I think one of the college football writers, the three of us probably all follow, don't remember his name. Apologies in advance. But basically made the point that, like, oh, Oregon's still doing the thing where they beat the team they're supposed to, but they won't, like, punch above their weight very well. But they will continue, yeah. like, meeting expectations when they play equal or subpar rosters. So, um, so so basically they're Utah. Well, no, because they can't beat Utah. <laughs> well, that's, so. no, well
0: yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I, I feel like we say, we say similar about Utah. But, yeah, no, I know that. I think, i I'm with you. I'm with you for sure.
1: Yeah. Uh, game number two, Penn State at Auburn, Oof. also took place at 3.30 p.m. This one did have some of the uh, the clunky car crash characteristics that I was hoping it would. Um, even though my pick lost, I still enjoyed this spectacle in a twisted way. Like, <laughs> it was... <laughs> yes. It was... Uh, so, Logan, you and I are texting Friday night. I also don't want to record this podcast without forgetting to mention the Friday night game that we had between oh, yeah. FSU and Louisville. In a similar way that that game and that matchup was, like, tailor-made for a Friday night ESPN game, Yeah, this game was, like, custom-crafted for my college football Twitter timeline. And just, like... The the non sequiturs and the stupid stuff that people come up with that tickles me in a very uh, pleasantly hilarious way. So thanks to the timeline for all the yes. contributions. But um, <laughs> I we had we had Sean Clifford doing Sean Clifford things. Um, we had Auburn including getting
0: absolutely blown the hell up on the first drive of the game. That was, was one like of a, the most. It was like a
2: movie special effect. <laughs>
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, we had uh we had Auburn trotting out multiple quarterbacks for this one. We had Brian Harson in a performance hoodie. Guy's been hitting the pec deck, he's got his boat muscles uh fully engorged. Billy Ho would be proud. Um but yeah, like it I was impressed with Penn State. All things all this to say, like yeah. Penn State took care of business and that was impressive, especially given their boss. So Good yes. for the Nittany Lions. Yeah, I Manny I, Diaz's I, defense was out here forcing turnovers, looking competent, like flying to the ball. It was it was neat. I um I heard that
0: Auburn was starting a new center in this game, and I think the Manny Diaz pressure package uh was focusing heavily on on some a gap um a gap pressure all evening, which is uh, you know, shout out to Manny Diaz for maybe doing what he should be doing with his life and coordinating defenses only. Um, but <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I think also just we do the thing with Auburn. Games look really good in that stadium on TV too. I don't know what yeah. it is. Like it's it always it pops and it, it it pops even despite the normal like CBS haze that kind of sometimes happens on CBS. But um, so I just think you get excited and you feel like that atmosphere is gonna be really tough to play in and and everything else. And I just offers' not very good. They, they don't have quarterback figured out. They are very basic and vanilla on offense. The Penn State looked good. Uh, running back was awesome. Singleton said his name, last name. Um, really, really nice, super fast. Um, Clifford looks pretty good when he's not just like absolutely under duress. We, we got to address the hit that he took on the first drive though. It was, <laughs> it was so comical, but it was the classic. Like he, he thought he, he did not see the guy coming. At all? Oh no! That, that actually no, no, that no. clean because he got hit and the ball like launched out of bounds. He got hit so hard and it was... he wasn't
2: he wasn't on the sideline. He was almost at the hash.
0: Yes, like he and... he kind of like sort of made a guy miss slash was getting like pulled down and then this other dude came yeah. in and cleaned up and that is he w- you you wait your whole life for an opportunity like that as a like linebacker to come in and clean up a play like that but just like lumbering white tall quarterback kind of like fully exposed and just got run right through like it was like when you make flush contact with your driver and you don't even feel it you know (laughs) you only hear it i was really surprised that he just shook it off and got up and played after that because that would have that would have been one of those ones where like you hear the ringing in your ears and like the lights are slightly different colors and you're like, oh no, oh no. <laughs> that's a brain, that's a brain thing, I think. But um so anyhow, shout out to Tim for shaking that off. But yeah, Penn State, super impressive. Uh and how do we feel about Penn State in the pantheon of the B1G? They still uh, gotta play
2: Ohio State, Michigan, so we'll see.
0: So I mean, so that you they're still clearly behind those two teams in your mind.
2: I don't think you can. I don't think you can put them on that tier yet. Yeah,
1: I wouldn't put them on Penns or Ohio State's tier yet. I think Ohio State probably exists above Michigan still. Um,
0: Yeah, Michigan's looked really impressive so far this season, but they have played like negative nobody. Like it's unbelievable
1: how they now. Shout out to them for taking care of business, as we have found out through three weeks. That can be difficult. Well, like, not
0: against Connecticut and Hawaii and the other team they played. Well, Colorado, teams are out they, they here. listening to you they They've literally so. played. Okay, they've <laughs> they played like three of literally the five worst teams in CFB, which is awesome. They like I said that's just good, good.
1: work by their athletic director. Yeah, but you know,
0: if an SEC team, that's that how you ball, generate playable playing, depth. They wouldn't be playing to an build Oakland a ball. dynasty. <laughs> dynasty. The dynasty that their coach tries to leave every year for an NFL job and then just sheepishly comes back, like, like yeah. he just loves
1: Michigan. <laughs> so, anyhow, back to the question. I've got them third place in the BYG. Yeah. I think right they're now.
0: pretty clearly third. I mean, Wisconsin's no good this year. Um, Iowa Iowa's is, is no. I, I cannot justify Iowa. <laughs> I cannot They could Iowa, be
1: plucky, but, no. but I don't think they're gonna be consistent enough. Yeah, Maryland not doing it, Rutgers. Meh. All right. Um, let's bef- before going. we move on from this game, I do real quickly want to say, Robbie Ashford the second uh, QB that Auburn plopped out there. I was kind of impressed with what I saw from him. He like he made some mistakes for sure, but everything he did seemed like he was doing it with some conviction and was doing it fast. Like he was making some mistakes quickly, but he was doing everything like bang, 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 no indecision or didn't, didn't seem lost out there. So um, yeah, he's, he's a true freshman. Looks like um, he was, I'll, wasn't he I'll a keep back an eye on him? Wasn't he uh
0: didn't he transfer from Oregon?
1: I thought they did like a, a QB swap with,
0: with Bo Nix and maybe it's not Ashford. Maybe it's another uh, quarterback who's on the roster,
1: but. Um, yeah, I don't know.
0: He did. He looked all right. You're
1: right. Yep, so we'll keep an eye on the young Ashford's career trajectory from here on out. Um, moving on, Texas, Texas Tech at NC State. Uh, I I picked Texas Tech to avoid the consensus let down here and yeah. ended up falling on my sword, so you're welcome for my service. Um, Thank you. I, I was impressed by NC State. The all-black unis looked awesome, I think, similar to how afternoon games at Auburn look good on TV, night games at, at NC State tend In to Raleigh. Look, yeah. look a different kind of awesome. Um, but, yeah, they, they were flying around to the ball, made the plays they needed to. Didn't look like they try to be too exotic on offense. They just do some stuff well. And uh, Texas Tech looks like they're still searching for some stuff in different areas of the game. Texas Tech,
0: pretty backbreaking turnover, at least one or two in this game, if I recall correctly. The young quarterback threw a pretty pretty tough pick there in the second half that I think busted things open a little bit. But NC State looks good. Um, I think we're maybe a little higher on Devin Leary's performance heading into this season than it's been so far. Um, They haven't looked quite... Like they really a like, theme for it.
1: ACC quarterbacks. Yeah, zero, yeah. It seems.
0: In in general, a theme across college football. There's been some lackluster offensive performances, like noticeable ones. You know what I'm saying?
1: Are we are we crowning 2022 as the year of the defense? Is that- no,
0: I'm crowning it as the year of bad offense. Because I'm
1: ready. To, I'm ready to tell some lies.
0: I don't necessarily think that like USF was playing good defense on this weekend. Sure. You know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I doubt, I don't think Texas Tech is really, you know, laying the lumber, donning the black shirts, if you will. But I, I do think that there's been some sort of maybe, maybe it takes a little more time to, for offenses to gel. College football is getting a little bit more complicated. No, no preseason, yada, yada. But, you know, teams that have, are bringing quarterbacks back. Virgi- your Virginia's, your NC states that you were maybe expecting. You're Miami's. Um, you're Miami. Yes, you're Miami's. <laughs> expecting uh, either jumps forward or continuity. Of that position has been a little bit of a drop off, and uh, um, i was just curious. But yeah, I checked in on this one as well. NC State seemed to uh, to handle their business, um, and yeah, I think they have Clemson in two or three weeks, so that's going to be a big game. We'll we'll know we'll know a lot about the the uh, the, the ACC picture. After that game,
1: yeah. Uh, my last note on this one is we almost had Logan's favorite rule in sports cost him and Jason the cover here. Um, <laughs> to fumble into the end zone. The fumble oh. through the end zone, and I almost texted when it happened, but I didn't want to jinx it, and then it ended up not mattering. So I just okay. sat on it until now. But thank, thank you. Feels good to get that out of out of my brain. So I don't it's know bad rule. It. It's bad rule. I don't know what to tell you. As, as previously documented on this podcast. Oh,
0: speaking of rules, um, we need to add Matt Rule to the uh, Nebraska um, hot list.
1: Yeah, Panthers aren't doing so great right now. Yeah. Do we think Joe Brady makes a return to the college ranks? Oh, God.
0: Oh, God. I, I guarantee you his name <laughs> gets brought up and he gets a raise wherever he's like. the half Joe Brady, Arizona winning.
1: State head coach. We did it, guys. <laughs> we broke the news. Love that,
0: he's ready to get back into college. He's decided he likes recruiting. This they don't is, call
1: us kingmakers for nothing.
0: Remember that brief like two week span where Miami was 100 convinced that he was like definitely going to be their office of coordinator, University of Miami. That yeah, is, yeah, man.
1: Well, I, I mean, I think that was the same year Virginia Tech thought he was going to be their head coach. Or was that a different cord, stud yeah. coordinator? I, I, feel like, I feel
0: like I feel like I've really been trying to be a, a bit of a Joe Brady truther. Um, <laughs> I, I appreciate his contributions to one of the most awesome offensive runs we saw on, on, but he, he called not one of those plays. He was not the play caller on that offense. So people need to get, get off the, 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 Cajons, the co-jones, if you will, of one Joe Brady. Listen, I don't think, I don't think things went very well when he was primary play caller in, uh, in, in Carolina. Is he still doing that? Is that what he's still doing?
1: Did he get no fired? Idea. I think he got he's mercy. The, he got fired.
0: He's the quarterback's coach at Buffalo.
1: Oh, so he's back? No, Buffalo Bills or Buffalo yeah. University? Yeah, yeah, so or the Bulls. The Bills, Bills, and Bulls. I was gonna say, good for him getting back to the beginning going up north. God, yeah, what a what a what a fall off!
0: <laughs> just Buffalo glory. University. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Team, yeah, all right.
1: Didn't they have also like a beast running back, and they just never threw the ball? That would be extra hilarious. Um, oh yeah,
0: they had a they had a stud. That was when yeah. uh, that's where Le- when Leipold was the coach, right? Probably. Because then he he parlayed that into Kansas.
1: Yeah,
0: I didn't realize. By
2: the way, Logan, both you and I are older than Joe Brady.
1: Oof. Yeah, yeah, but not me. Four-year
0: receiver at William and Mary.
1: Life comes at you fast. Yeah.
2: Uh,
0: Give me the Denny's menu. Let me sit up in the stands. (laughs) Oh, oh, real quick. Speaking of the Denny's menu, up in the stands, just before we get to this, did anybody catch Tommy Reese? just absolutely oh, yeah. given it to his quarterback yes. on the
1: phone with the curly with the curly uh wire yep. coming off the it's phone a landline phone
0: nope. multiple yeah. multiple like shut the f's up and do your effing jobs and the whole effing team is counting on you oh oh it was, it was beautiful i i just i love a good i love a good coach chewing you know i just love to see that i don't know what it is like people will get all high and mighty about it and you know it's abusive and yada yada but i don't know there's something about it that just really it takes me back to a time
1: and Were, uh, were any of you were not any were either of you either on ever on the end of one of those from any of your high school or otherwise coaches
0: yeah yeah. Jordan, well, you might have been present for mine. <laughs> it might have been the same guy. I, it probably oh, was the same guy. Oh, it was. It rhymes with Brocock, and yeah. uh, and I, I got it pretty good. I I stopped out. I bit on a run fake, and they threw up all over my head, and I we, we <laughs> almost gave up our like twenty seven straight quarters not allowing a point streak. So they had to put the starters back in on defense to make sure that like. Well, it sounds like he was
1: justified s- then. Give uh, It
0: was covered. It was cover three. You know, well, Jordan, were you there?
1: It was might—I
0: think it was my
2: senior year. So you might have been there. It was like live. It was like a live scrimmage, like in the middle of a uh, practice. And but no, I guess it wasn't my senior. Year. It was my junior year because it was him and not—he yeah. he left after that year. Hook.
1: So. Hook was your senior year, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So
2: it was definitely my junior. year. But yeah, I—I I, I don't know. I wasn't like I wasn't pitching awesome, and like they changed some rule so that like. Every hitter started with a two-one count, and I was like, Oh, come on. And he stomped out to the mound and freaking just... laid into me.
3: <laughs>
2: and like I I was I was so stunned. I literally literally was like like the kind of bent over, like ball in the hand, like looking in to get the sign. And he just stopped playing, stopped out, and I didn't move. I just stayed <laughs> like in that position as he just like in my face, just ripped me a new one and Mm. It made me very angry. And I to be fair, like he's not a good person, but um it worked. Like I threw way harder MPH and out of you. the rest of that yeah. year. So
1: Well, Wizards have their methods.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> no,
0: the, the football the football uh the football team got him pretty good. There was we had some incidents on the football team. I wasn't I was rarely involved. There's only one where I really got nailed, but you know, I recall <laughs> I recall a gunner uh getting domed by a punt. It, like he, he, he there's no way he could have seen it coming. It was it was a bit of a squirrely punt and it hit the gunner on the back of the head and like he got yelled at because the punt hit him. Like, <laughs> like it was not his fault. It was clearly the punter's fault. But yeah, <laughs> Weird <laughs>
1: weird things. Weird things happen. All right, let's keep it, let's keep it rolling here. All right, game four. Michigan State at Washington. The consensus took a hit here. Um, yeah, i I watched a decent amount of this until it was kind of out of question. Washington on offense, especially, looks very competent. I was impressed.
0: Kalen DeBoer, he he knows how to he knows how to dial them up. They they look really good.
1: Well, yeah, and they like I think the highest compliment the film can pay an offensive coordinator is when there's always a dude just wide open with somebody <laughs> yeah. within ten, 10 yards of him. Um, so Penix had plenty of those to throw to, but he also like fit some balls into tight spaces and yeah. he was throwing ropes. Um, so happy for him that he seems to have found a good fit and yeah. hopefully he can stay healthy because that's been an issue of his right the past so yeah for sure they
0: look good i watched the condensed version of this this afternoon just to kind of check it out michigan state um they had similar issues last year covering the past and it would appear that they have done nothing to address that situation um shout out to kayla kaylin aboard and 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 mr big phoenix energy himself uh michael Penix jr but yeah i mean michigan state needs to maybe needs to address some things. I once proud Michigan state defense needs to address some things on that side of the ball cuz they they were not very impressive and they really let this get out of hand before, you know, their offense got clicking a little bit and score was able to kind of generate some points at the end of this and like not really get back into it but, you know, I, I think this is one of those final scores is not indicative of like how comprehensive the beatdown was uh in this game. Yeah. And they still and, you know, Washington still covered for sure. So
1: Jason any uh any Washington Michigan state sightings at the wedding party?
2: Not even a little bit, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Or fortunately.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I mean, do we want to touch on RG3's just general out of pocket behavior? Um he did he did drop a big Phoenix energy on the uh
1: on the broadcast. I believe he Yeah, rg three is a real enigma. He can't, called, can't figure he, out what to do with him up he there. He called
0: an illegal snap uh premature snapulation. Uh, yeah can't be Which, doing
1: that they don't like when you do that like okay <laughs> man
0: <laughs> it's like super horny the horniest of, of amongst
1: amongst us but guy <laughs> needs to be bonked the, a few times I, yeah uh, I mean
0: listen I, I kind of I, I like you know I like a guy's willing to take a shot every now and then you know I, I identify with that that's great
1: oh certainly I like like I said in the text I like the enthusiasm he brings to the booth I think it is a welcome change of pace um i also think he's just like a huge dork and it's like oh yeah it's right. it, it's kind of uncomfortable at times but i'm i'm willing to roll with it most of the time so yeah
0: tom i think tom Fernelli pointed out that like I think he does the games with Mark Jones, and Mark Jones, like, very clearly is like egging him on at all times. He is like trying to get him to say something. I think Mark Jones is like thrilled
1: because he's like, I kind of would like to say some of these things, but I got someone willing to do it, and I can just like, I can experience it, but I'm not on the hook for it. It's best, right? right. But I might not get suspended
0: for two weeks, right? Yeah. From from broadcast. So. It's um, just a matter of time before we get before we get a a slight line crossing, but uh, I'll be excited. Yeah,
1: especially for uh, a family company like Disney. Come on, guys. Miami. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that one. Um, final game of the night: Miami at Texas A&M. Oh God, this. I didn't watch much of this. Every bit as gross.
0: Myself, I watched a fair amount of this, mostly because I was like needing some. Some Sheldon Freud in my life uh, after the after the Florida game, but um, oof, gross. Max Johnson. This was shout Max out to Max,
1: son of Brad Johnson, Brad. Super Bowl winning quarterback of our youth. Right, it's still incredible he, that he won a Super Bowl. He and yeah, Rich is, Gannon,
0: and Trent Dilfer. Yeah, all
1: you know, birds of a feather.
0: Um, this was the. I mean, this this was the uh, Mario Cristobal. Um, Mona Lisa, you know, this, they, they, (laughs) Miami like did nothing at no point, even though this was a one score game at the end, was it ever certain, like, was there ever a chance Miami was going to win this game? Oh yeah. Like they kicked, they kicked a field goal. Like when they were down, was it 17 to six or 17 to three? I think they kicked a field goal to go down 17 to (laughs) six, which
1: from the yeah, four I saw yard that line. generated some uh yeah. some shouts on i saw some, I, I saw like, some tweets
0: with like seven minutes to go in the game too like okay. i mean from the four yard line on fourth and goal and they had just run the ball on third and goal like just done a generic like off tackle left run like you're I mean, setting up
1: for fourth down run. yes
0: yeah like like you were you were <laughs> like like it would give the like you call two plays in the huddle and we're going to run one and then we're going to have our play ready to go and we're going to try to catch them off balance Did they do that? No, they didn't. They were ready to kick field goals. I saw Miami had 27 first downs in this game and scored zero touchdowns. That's incredible. Um, It's just, you know, you have to say this is the same coach that had Justin freaking Herbert on his team and had us all talking wild trash about how bad Justin Herbert was because he never looked good at Oregon Uh, with all these physical tools. And, like, he's one of the better quarterbacks we've seen. Uh, come out of college in a long time now at this point in the NFL it's just it's just weird it's just very strange that like the game management aspect of a guy like Mario Cristobal who appears to be so sold out for this job and this gig and like you would think like is on a path of continuous improvement um and I'm not in Billy Napier off the hook either here because like (laughs) I got some questions there too right but like he at least appears to have like the card that tells him when to go for it on fourth down, down pat. And is willing to like live and die with, with like decisions that might actually help his team win football games. But I don't know. This is just uh Tyler Van Dyke does not look like he's taking any step forward. Um, Texas no, A&M defense did. is fine, but Texas a and defense is missing like five, I think of their top six or seven DBs in this game. They had a rash yeah. of suspensions um, like it's big made me a time. A little season, nervous. Like, being yeah. on the and m side of things. <laughs> yes. I was like Starters. okay we're we're, with, yeah. we're
1: starting a new quarterback and we're suspending a handful of guys like the afternoon right. of the game. That's yeah. always I, I really heard they missed curfew
0: the night before the game. Um Evan Stewart was like the number one wide receiver recruit in the country was a starter for them. Um didn't play and then Denver Harris the guy uh, who posted the the Tokyo Drift video earlier in the week um, uh yeah. Then he also got suspended not for the Tokyo Drift video but for a separate incident. Um, nice. so yeah, anyhow, he was a starter, a defensive back starter as well. And like they, like, Miami has no guys at receiver, which is very strange. I was talking to a friend of the podcast, Mr. Dave Deakins about this Miami fan, but like, I find it very strange that we find ourselves in a situation where like both Florida and Miami seem like devoid of any speed at receiver. It's very weird. Like how you don't have any guys that are like kind of fast is beyond me. They all um,
1: transferred to USC. I guess so. I guess that's how it
0: goes. They they want the bright lights, Paul. Um, and they the just can't get it cut. Stacks of cash. So anyhow, I mean, this it, have spent a lot here talking about Miami shortcomings. Texas A&M did enough to win this game.
1: They don't look, business. They don't I look was not enthused either. by yeah. how it happened.
0: Their defense is fine. Um, it would appear that uh, um, who's the defensive coordinator there now? He's a. Uh, you know pariah
1: the infamous
0: dj durkin dj durkin uh, has the defense um in position and and doing a a pretty good job there but uh offensively they had some moments if they could kind of get that crosser to a chain occasionally that seemed to be like their only chance to gain like more than seven yards with a pass but um i think they probably made the right move going away from haynes king just given the offense seemed like it was able to move it but i don't know you basically had to prevent Miami from kicking six field goals to win this game, and uh, they, they successfully did that. So they, they won, but I'm not particularly enthused with either one of these teams right now. Um, I'm not sure that, I think Texas a fell down to like 24 or 23 in the rankings. That sounds about right to me. Um, but yeah. Yeah. But hey, you know, big game welcome them in defending defending the rock or whatever they say in uh you know texas a&m and um good for them
1: yeah they practiced Yale call a little bit better this week i guess Mm. who knows
0: yeah the content that was coming out of that was was predictably brutal but um maybe substandard even even by their their
1: standards it was just it's just pretty lame yeah all right so that concludes our picks (sighs)
0: fun one yay all right so we're we're jumping into to conference schedules for the most part i think um moving moving into next week there might be a couple other tweener games here and there i think i think florida plays like eastern washington or something weird in the in a couple weeks or um which is bizarre bizarre bizarrely placed but i guess they played kentucky early um but yeah looking forward to conference slate um and uh getting to know these teams a little bit better yeah probably getting some more coaches fired God knows I'm looking forward to that.
1: Yeah, can we like I mean we started early this year, obviously. yeah, but I'm curious do we do we go at the clip of like one somewhat notable name a week or does who does Georgia Tech pause? play next
0: week? Who does Georgia Tech play next week?
1: is a question that I should ask. It's probably an ACC school. Um, one moment. I don't think it's Duke. I think Duke and Kansas play this week. Which I'm betting the over. Spoiler <laughs> alert.
2: <laughs> Georgia Tech travels to the bounce house in Orlando to play UCF.
1: Oh, bye-bye. Oof. I mean, UCF. Jeff Collins. No. We hardly knew him. UCF is, is an 18-point favorite. UCF hasn't even like been that great this year. No, no, they. Hmm. I mean, they lost
0: to Louisville, who doesn't appear to be like totally all together, but very chaotic, bringing a very chaotic energy. Uh, not look as chaotic like the as Florida same State,
1: Louisville that they were set day one of Scott Satterfield. What did uh... There's another name we're keeping an eye on.
0: <laughs> yeah, just because the vibes are weird. But yeah, no, I, I, you know, sorry, Miles. I know that the buyout might be substantial for Jeff Collins, but I mean, they got run by Ole Miss. It was 42-0 this week.
3: Mm-hmm. Oof.
0: Yeah, doesn't ap- things don't appear to be getting better there. Um, I thought there was maybe a, a, some signs of life with like a sort of positive first half performance against Clemson uh, that got frittered away pretty quickly. Yeah, it's just a tough scene. I don't know, like what the ceiling of Georgia Tech is in reality, given some of their institutional uh, things they got going on, but like also schools in Atlanta, you would think you could at least cash in on that a little bit. And um, I think they should
1: hire Jamie Chadwell.
0: Huh. I was kind of hoping that Florida could snipe uh, the OC from coastal. Bring him on. Well, the staff. they might be able to
1: if there's. Well, if there's I believe a it's uh, one
0: Willie Corn is the OC at Coastal. Remember that name? There's his name.
1: Corn with a K. Yes,
0: Clemson yeah. quarterback, right? Gosh. Hmm. Okay. Well, we'll put a pin in that one. Uh, yeah, I think it's either Harson or Collins are your next uh, next dominoes to fall.
1: Do we do we know Fitzgerald's buyout? Or is that or are they private and that's mm, they're not, a private
0: school, so yeah, probably not. I, I I doubt that he would get it. Like I feel like they've performed consistently okay yeah. enough under him and like like him enough that like one bad year wouldn't They also to him, feel
1: but too buttoned up of an institution to like do a mid season firing.
0: That's that also is true. They would never do something to help out their football program like that. Like they would they would wait yeah. till the bitter end and like force themselves to hire like some retread NFL offensive line coach or something and try to generate some excitement there, but it would, it would not, it would not be good. All right. You guys got anything else, Jason, anything else, big plans this week? No, no,
2: nothing big. Just, uh, you know, getting to Saturday,
0: getting to Saturday, grinding. I hear that brother Getting to those Friday beers. Am I right? That's right. All right. We're The Wheel Route. Thanks for joining us. We're at The Wheel Route on Twitter, is the website. You can stream the show there or get it from your favorite podcast acquisition service. Until we meet again, we love you guys. Go Gators.
1: Go Hoos. Go Dukes.